the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Nine oh two in St. Louis. Time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. I opened an email from the St. Louis Blues yesterday, and I was so excited to read that longtime Blues executive Ryan Miller has been promoted to be assistant general manager to GM Doug Armstrong. And Ryan Miller joins us now on Carriker and Smallman on one hundred one ESPN. Michelle is out. Dan McLaughlin is here. Ryan Miller, thanks for taking some time with us this morning, and congratulations. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm real happy to be with you. Tell me about your new role, Ryan, and, and how this uh, and a new title and how this changes from what you were doing with the club. Um, a lot of the day to day parts of it will be will be similar to what I've done for a long time here. You know, those uh, the things, the salary cap management, the player market analyses, the CBA, the arbitration, the the nuts and bolts stuff of it of of helping the team function and making making everybody's job around me a little bit easier. Um, we'll still continue, uh, just with the, with the elevation comes, a you know, there's a little bit of increased responsibility in terms of seeing the big picture and understanding kind of how decisions we make now affect the future and affect other parts of the organization. Um, in a, you know, in a, a hockey administration or hockey operations role, you're doing a lot of supporting, a lot of giving information and giving things to the heads of departments and your, your scouting and your development and your management and in uh, with this with this promotion, I'm I'm being entrusted with the the responsibility of of seeing down the road and being a um, one of the, the the people who who is charged with understanding how these things work and what's going on down the line. And there's also a level of increased accountability. You know, naturally, being in an elevated role means that you're a little more closely associated with the team's uh, success and failure. You get a little bit bigger share of the credit when things go well and a little bit bigger share of the the blame when things don't go so well but um it's all a a challenge i think i think i'm prepared for and i'm really excited to take on well first of all we'll never blame you we'll find somebody else we'll find another (laughs) scapegoat but you've had the chance to be around in that front office some really good hockey people in addition to doug armstrong bill armstrong martin brodeur larry robinson i have to believe that those associations are really going to benefit you in your new role Oh, well, a hundred percent. And it goes, it goes all the way back to 2010. You know, there are um, too many people really, you know, to list, to go down the list. You named a few of them. I, the, the illustration that I give to people is when I walked in, you know, 26 years old, a year out of law school with only a, a couple of years of experience on the agent side, I walked into an office where uh, you had Doug Armstrong, John Davidson, Al McGinnis, and Larry Plough <laughs> all, all sitting there. And that is a, you know, decades of experience, Stanley Cups, you know, awards, Norris trophies, all that, all of that experience um, 
how could you not not learn from it and try to try to take all that in and and we've we've had people excellent people the best uh, associated with our organization over the years you know dave taylor and you mentioned larry and marty and um you know there it's it's been a a really ideal situation for for a young person to come in and to learn how to do the job with with class and with dignity and i can't uh, can't express enough gratitude to to doug and to mr stillman and and Z on the business side for allowing me to be a part of it and giving me an opportunity to contribute. Analytics, we hear about that so much in sports, <laughs> and I'm so curious about hockey and, and analytics in the game of hockey. Can you try to explain analytics in the game of hockey and how that works? Um, I, I can try to explain to you a little <laughs> bit of how we treat it. I think if you ask 31 different people in 31 yeah. different front offices, you'd probably get 31 different answers. Sure. Probably, Dan, probably similar to, to baseball, as, as different as baseball is in this realm. But uh, we have always, and the, the, the term that I've used or the phrase that I've used with our groups over the years has been that analytics is another tool in the toolbox, right? Is the same way you might, you might address uh, a scout who's sitting at the table during your meetings. Um, you understand with, with a new scout or with, with any scout, you understand what their strengths and weaknesses are. And sometimes they will be very persuasive in making a decision. And other times they may disagree with what you do. And that is how our group has, has addressed analytics over the years. It's a tool that we use to gather information. And there are, there are some decisions you make, some moves that you make that, um, that are strongly supported by statistical evidence and that type of thing. And there are other decisions you make where you, you go in knowing that, that um, if you left it up to, to the numbers only, or if you left it just to the analytics, that um, you would make a different decision. And we have, we have always considered it to be one of the, the voices, so to speak, at the, at the table. There's always a, a role for it. We've had different people in that role over the years. I did it for, for one year. Um, and, and, you know, early on, I, I sort of helped us develop some of the things that we use today. But the other thing I have to note is how um, I've been impressed over the years, coming from an academic, non-playing, non-coaching background, I've been impressed with the people that we have had in our organization being so open to considering new ways of looking at things, new ways of understanding player evaluation, new ways of understanding team success. And that's not to say it's always accepted at face value, but I think we've had a group that has been extraordinarily ready to engage in things and engage in the conversation in a way that uh that i don't think is universal so we we use we use analytics to ask a lot of questions and, and maybe not provide as many answers but it really i think it pushes our organization forward the way that we integrate it into into our daily lives okay ryan so help me out here i i as you sure. may know i i do baseball so i hear Exit velocity, I hear launch angle, I hear all these different things, and I try to dive into the numbers in baseball. So in hockey, without giving away trade secrets, what are some of just the basic analytics in hockey? Like what are some of the terms that that you guys use with analytics in hockey? What are some of those things? I think with the evolution of it, one that is is widely publicly available that I think it is has advanced beyond shot attempt differentials is the expected goal value. Okay. I think that that's, a, that that's one thing that you can look at, and there are each different source, each different organization has maybe a little bit different way of, of expressing it, but expected goals is, a, is an umbrella term 
that gives you an idea, at least attempts to give you an idea of all the things that are occurring um, you know, around a certain player's performance or around a, a, a game or whatever it is that takes out things like you know, systemic noise, random chance, those types of things. Now, can you, can you ever totally remove those things? I, I, I don't believe so. At least I haven't seen anybody be able to do it. But if you approach it by um, expecting it to, to ask some more questions or to take your analysis and, and push it forward and make you think about something you hadn't thought about before, I think uh, expected goals is a really, a really solid uh, evolution in the, in the hockey analytics area. Ryan Miller, promoted to Blues Assistant GM, joining us here on 101 ESPN. How did you get started as a guy who was, like you said, a year out of law school, and you mentioned you didn't have a playing or coaching background. How did you find your way into the Blues front office? <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny story, and I'll, I'll keep it as short as I can, but I was in my uh, second year of law school, and I had just transferred to the University of Denver with two friends of mine from uh, Michigan State, and they wanted to take a sports law class. And it was, and I, I kind of I dismissed it. I said, guys, we're, this is not on the bar exam. It's nothing any of us are ever going to do professionally. Why would you take sports law? And I went and took a, a corporations class, a good, solid thing that I thought would be applicable to whatever I ended up doing after law school. Well, you know, uh, push comes to shove. These guys come approach me one day and say, you wouldn't believe what happened today. We had a, a, pub, a guest speaker in our class, he's a hockey agent. He's looking for an intern, and he needs a hockey nut who's in law school. And we, we thought we, we thought you might be interested. I said, you know, guys, I, I know somebody who fits that description. And uh, I went in and interviewed for the uh, for the internship. And uh, uh, Kurt was was gracious. I was KO Sports and based in Denver. And he was mm-hmm. gracious enough to to hire me and to give me opportunities and exposure to to work on things like arbitration cases to do, you know, foundational research for negotiations to, you know, have interactions with players on, you know, the contracts that bind players to their agents. I dealt with, you know, players like Brandon Dubinsky and Travis Zajac and Ryan Kessler, who were, who were his, uh, Kurt's main clients at the time. And, uh, and once I got, once I got in there, we had a good, a good synergy. I, I, I mean, based on the evidence, I think I did a, did an okay job for him. And, uh, what happened was uh, Josh Flynn, who's who's in Columbus uh, as the assistant general manager there, he was an intern, the intern before me, and he kind of showed me the ropes a little bit. And when I saw what he did going to Columbus and working for a team, I I thought that was about the coolest thing that I had ever seen anybody do. And uh, and and Kurt helped me in my job search and introduced me to people around the league. And this is at the time where uh, Larry Plow is the GM of the Blues, but Doug is in the front office and the the succession plan is kind of is kind of publicly known, and uh, and Doug Doug said, you know, there may be I may need something like that uh, if you're if you're still available when when we make the transition here. So we we kept in touch, and then uh, and and went through an interview process with Doug, and the rest, as they say, is history. Hey, before we let you go, uh, Ryan Miller, one more thing: it's got to be heartening and fun to have landed in a place where, as Doug always says, we are a cap team, we're aggressive. Uh, when, when you went out and signed Tory Krug, you could be in a front office where you, you don't have the resources and you don't have the aggressiveness that the Blues have here. I would think that makes the job a lot more fun. Oh, it makes it more fun. It makes it more enriching. You get you, you get out what you put in. If, if, uh, if we weren't a team that was so dedicated to 
to putting an A plus team on the ice every year, and that and that comes right from the top, obviously, right through hockey operations, the business side. If we weren't so committed to to being close to the cap and to investing in the in the players on the ice, I wouldn't have uh, nearly the the expertise or the experience that that I have now. The things that we've we've done over the years, you know, we've we've had to do some things that not a lot of teams have done. We've gone from being a team that never used long term injury to using LTI. We have tried to sign players out of out of Europe and all of that. Like you said, it makes it more fun. It makes it more interesting, but it also uh, makes you a more complete uh, a more complete employee or a more more complete assistant general manager, as it were. Ryan, congratulations on the promotion. I'm so excited for you, and hopefully, some point we'll have a season where I can see you at the rink. <laughs> yep. Well, we uh, we can't wait to to safely pack seventeen thousand people back into Enterprise Center, and I can't wait to to see you randy dan and and everybody else for sure we're looking forward to it thank you so much take care happy holidays thank you guys happy holidays you too that's ryan miller promoted to assistant general manager by the st louis blues yesterday and a decade of hard work in the front office pays off it's good to see people like that succeed love those stories uh hearing more and more about guys like that that have an interest in the sport and we're seeing it because of the advent of analytics whether you like it or not mm-hmm. that's that's just way it's it's going um you know some guys that that don't have the background of whether they played or and and this goes for female folks too that they find a way into front offices because they're smart they're bright they understand the numbers and there's a value to that. There's a place for those people, and they're in. The they... Cardinal general manager, Mike Gersh, sent emails to all 30 Major yeah. League Baseball teams, and the Cardinals were the team that responded and gave him a, a lower-level position, and he worked his way up. Look at what happened with the Miami Marlins. Yeah, perfect example. You know, yeah. there's there's a spot. They understand. There's, yep. a, there's a need. So, yeah, these people are, are smart. They're bright. They understand the industry, and they understand where it's going, too. Mm-hmm. So that's... You know, whether you like sabermetrics and analytics and all those things, that's where the industry is in all sports, and those people are needed, obviously. Anal- analytics determine the value of an athlete. That's one thing Yadier Molina is trying to determine right now. We'll talk about that next on 101 ESPN. When it comes to sports, you can't beat live. Vivid Seats has tickets to all of your favorite teams at great prices, and all with a 100% buyer guarantee. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app and use 10 sports for $10 off your first $100 purchase. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.